This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger. Welcome to the Insight Podcast. My name is Amy Cordova, and I serve Oklahoma Baptist as the Missions and Women's Ministry Partner. We're excited that you're here today, and I am joined with some leaders in the deaf cultural field. They are experts in what they do, and I'm excited that we are joined by them today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves, and then we'll dive into a conversation of what it looks like for churches to reach the deaf in their community. Welcome. Good morning. My name is Dawn Melendez. My sign name is Dawn. I happen to be an an interpreter (laughs) for the deaf, as well as I've been a teacher for the deaf in the past as well. Um, I'm happy to be here today. And I was called by God when I was 10 years old and told I would work with deaf and deafblind people. My mom and dad's answer was, oh, really? We don't know anyone. (laughs) But the Lord has opened up the doors for me to do all this ever since then. And I'm so blessed that he has called me and I'm working in the deaf field. And this happens to be my son. Yes, welcome. We're excited you're here. Thanks, Amy. Um, I'm Dr. Mario Melendez. I'm professor of Old Testament and Hebrew at Oklahoma Baptist University. But on the side, I'm also over the deaf club um, at OBU. And, um, yeah, I'm here because my mama. (laughs) Uh, So I grew up going to Deaf Church and the Bill Rice Ranch and many other kids' church signing Deaf things. Um, And so I've been immersed in the Deaf culture and the Deaf world my whole life, um, not by choice. And so whenever I came to OBU a couple years ago, um, the retiring professor that was supervising the Deaf Club had... Uh, got a hold of me and said, you need to take over it. And so I lead the deaf club at OBU. And it's deaf, not as in the sense that our students are deaf, but our students are um, bringing about deaf awareness. And it deaf is an acronym, and I honestly can't remember what it is. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I serve Oklahoma Baptists is at OBU. I love that. I think it's important that our listeners know that you guys are related because as a mama, I just think it's so special how you have not only impacted your children, but through your children, the Lord is now impacting so many others. And we just don't even know where it goes from there. But that's super exciting. And my friend Ginger is here with us today. Would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. I'm Dr. Ginger Bernhardt, and I serve Oklahoma Baptist on many different areas, currently serving on the Deaf Ministry Task Force. I also have 50% deafness myself and did not get hearing aids until I was eight years old. So I have a unique perspective. I ASL is not my first language, but I do know ASL. And so it's just a unique perspective between the hearing and the deaf, I think. And so I actually also studied this very topic of how to communicate the gospel to the deaf for a year in my dissertation for my PhD. So I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're excited. And Ginger, you were really the first person that opened my eyes to the deaf culture and what it looks like to be deaf, and then how that relates to a relationship with God and hearing about the gospel. As we start, I'd just love for you to share a few statistics really from your dissertation that shocked me when I read it for the first time. 
Yeah. So I think a common misconception for hearing people is that deaf children are born to deaf parents. And that's not true. Actually, 90% of deaf children are born to hearing parents. 85% of those hearing parents never learn ASL. Now, you may be wondering why that's really important, but it's important to really understand as hearing people that ASL is not English. English is not ASL. So ASL is its own language that is not considered English on the hand, which a friend of mine would term it. His name is Peter Dublin. But it's not English on the hand. It has its own sentence structure. It has its own uh, guidelines and rules. So, for example, if I was to say I'm going to church in ASL, it would be church me go. And so you can see the differences between the languages there. There are English words, mm. but ASL is not English, okay? And I think that's really important for us to understand because we go overseas and we learn these new languages for people group to share the gospel with them all the time, but we kind of get confused with ASL being English-based, and it is not. It mm. is two very different languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's something I just didn't know, that once you know that, it's not like you can give a piece of literature to a deaf person and expect them to read it because English isn't their first language. ASL is not English. It's not English on your hands. It's something very different. And deaf people can't pick up an English Bible and read it. And so that's why I'm so happy I have friends that are in the the deaf Bible the Bible. Uh, society. I don't know. However, they sign that community. Maybe I don't know. Um, and th- so they've been interpreting the Bible, and it just came out like what three or four months ago. Mm, yes. Um, in ASL, which so, is something to be celebrated. Yes, very much. That so. we yes. finally have a Bible in ASL, but it's yes. also a grievance of the church that it's taken us so long right. to develop a Bible in their own language. Well, and the reason it took so long is because so many people had that bad misunderstanding that deaf people can read English. Mm. Plus, we didn't have the technology. That's true. Today, we have technology like yeah. this video, and we have uh, ability to the put Bible's it on, on, the on the phone. I have it on my phone. <laughs> So I watch uh, signing my Bible yeah. verses every day. I don't read the Bible. And um, I graduated from the University she of Tennessee. She watches the Bible, let's clarify. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, do watch, I do watch. I don't listen. Well, I listen with my eyes. Yes. Um, I graduated from the University of Tennessee in deaf education, and then I went back and got my master's. And so I've taught for 10 years uh, in, the university, uh, in Tennessee School for the Deaf. Um, then I came to Louisiana. I worked there for three years, and I Louisiana did, school for did the deaf. Uh, yeah Louisiana School for the Deaf. Mm-hmm. And I didn't particularly care for the supervision and the atmosphere mm-hmm. within it. It wasn't Christian, and um, so I left the school and became an interpreter. That's why I'm an interpreter. It's my fallback line, you know, to do with the deaf people, which has been blessing because mm-hmm. I still teach. I teach adults. I teach adults Bible. I teach adults everything else. And the other thing about it is, you know, this is my this is my ASL is American Sign Language. If I go to another country like Aust- Australia, they have an Australian Sign Language, even though it's English. It's not the same as mine. Mm-hmm. If you go to England, it's different. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's different. The only sign the only sign in the world that's the same is Jesus. That's sign for Jesus. Like the holes in the hands. Yeah. Holes in Jesus' hand. That's the only sign in America, in, in the, the world. world. And mm-hmm. so 
the the because of the video and stuff like this and trying to outreach the world has now woke up to say oh wait a minute in every country every culture there are deaf people we need to reach them too you know um when i was when i was um called by god one of the things was the old testament Mm-hmm. Mario, read that Bible verse for me. Can you read it? If, did He's you write it in English or ASL? <laughs> yes, in English. It's a true problem. <laughs> Leviticus nineteen fourteen: You shall not curse a deaf man, nor place a stumbling block before the blind, but you should fear the Lord your God, for I am the Lord, which the Lord is probably Yahweh in that Hebrew text. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, is we are blocking deaf mm-hmm. people. If they don't hear the gospel, mm-hmm. they don't hear the gospel with their eyes. Mm-hmm. They don't they do not get saved and stuff. So that's why I think God put this in my heart. And and to work in this field you need to have it in your heart or you have a reason being called by God. And it's it's a difficult it's a missionary work. This is a missionary project. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ginger shared the statistic that ninety eight percent of deaf people are lost and we have to start with the language understanding who the people are Mm -hmm. before we can reach them Mm -hmm. and so knowing the language is completely different than ours is a big starting point for reaching deaf culture now when that comes into knowing and understanding who god is we do that by reading scripture Mm -hmm. and knowing that that just came out just a few months ago for the deaf, how does that play into the local church of how we can engage the deaf culture in understanding scripture? Um, we need need to learn sign language. More people need to learn sign language that are interested in the churches so that they can be able to then start being able to communicate if a deaf person. If you just know a little basic sign language with a deaf person, and Ginger knows this, they all go, oh, you know you know sign language? And they're so excited, and, and they're patient. Mm-hmm. They'll, put, they'll help you. They learn. And then that communi- communication builds a relationship, yeah. which then you can talk about Jesus and God and build all this up together. So the churches need to learn this mm-hmm. and be ready to go out, as well as some of the churches need to understand they have people in their church who are already interpreters for the deaf doing nothing, mm-hmm. and they could help. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have families in their church who have deaf children yeah. who need help, mm-hmm. and this would help their families as well. Then, then there's other people who are deaf where we're trying to still find them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so through the state missions offering and your guys's what you have taught me, we are aiming as Oklahoma Baptists to provide funding to churches in different regions across the state so they can teach this language <laughs> to their people, and then they can engage the deaf community with uh, the gospel, and it opens a door for that. So if, I, if a pastor is listening or a church leader, and they're interested in this ministry and want to get involved in helping their church members reach the deaf, what would you guys say to that pastor today? I would say it's really jumping into a solid mission field right here in our state. A lot of times pastors are looking for these mission opportunities out of state or overseas, but we have the biggest mission field right here in Oklahoma. And so this is really their opportunity to get involved and really learn a people group, not only their language, but their culture. Their culture is even completely different than ours. Mm -hmm. And we just 
sometimes overlook that because they're in our world and they're constantly being adapted to our culture. They go to the grocery store. They can't find sugar. What do they do? They have to go to a hearing person and accommodate the hearing person's communication because we are simply just not learning how to interact with them or about their culture. And it's really, really heartbreaking when you think about their day-to-day life. And so why are we, especially at the church, just sitting back and just hoping somebody else does the job? It's our job. You know, Matthew 28, 19 through 20, we are told to go. And this is the biggest opportunity that we have to go. It's not going to be a sprint, though. It's a marathon. It's building relationships with the Mm -hmm. deaf community and it's getting involved. But it's such an open door for missions. And I think that we have to step into that. Mm -hmm. Mario, you guys have something really exciting happening at OBU next fall. So we're talking 2023. Yeah. So um, before we get to the fall, though, uh, next spring, the OBU Deaf Club is hoping to put on something at OBU called Deaf Deaf World um, and where we will have the Oklahoma Baptist Deaf Church, which is in Oklahoma City, come over and everybody gets earplugs. And you have to operate as a deaf person all day, mm-hmm. and the deaf people will run the event. Yes. Wow. Um, so we're going to try to put that on uh, in the spring. So just uh, we'll, we'll pass the news along to yes. you, and you can let it out. And that would be a really good experience for pastors and people of all different Baptist churches in Oklahoma. Just come over to OBU, experience that. Um, because a lot of us don't understand what Ginger's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you've maybe been to another country, that's probably the best thing. You know, I was in Israel for two weeks and, you know, my wife was lost because she doesn't know any Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to translate some of it. And so um, that's kind of sort of the same type of thing. So we're going to do that in the spring. But then next fall, since OBU uh, faculty has approved ASL being a foreign language now for core credit, um, the language and lit department will offer ASL, American Sign Language, as a course starting next fall. It will be budgeted for. And so if you are coming or your kids are considering coming to OBU, um, send them to us. They can take two, two classes of ASL for their language credit. And they could also major in business or ministry or teaching or comm like uh, Ginger did at OBU. Um and as a result, could turn right back around and go back to your church and help in those ways. Yeah, no matter the profession, there's no an matter. opportunity to reach the deaf through yes. whatever the Lord has called yes. you to do. That's yep. super exciting. And I think it's so funny that you bring up the ASL classes because they used to offer the ASL classes yeah. as a foreign language credit. And my mom did not know if I was going to go completely deaf or not. And she was a student at OBU taking that ASL class, mm-hmm. and that teacher allowed her to bring her third-grade daughter. So I took OBU classes as a third-grader. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really Youngest fun to see them kid. bring it back. Yeah. yeah. So it's coming back, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, also, while we're doing that, we're going to have uh, an interpreter workshop going on. Yes. I am a nationally certified interpreter for the deaf, and we have to have continuing education units, you know, to continue our certification. And so we're going to link uh, an interpreter workshop during the same day With the deaf to deaf come world. at OBU mm-hmm. to see, and they have not been on OBU's campus yeah. before, and maybe we will get more interpreters involved with this deaf ministry yeah. as well and interested in working and helping the churches and teaching. Yeah. To me, it is clear that God is working 
through you all and in our churches to reach people. That's what he does is he pursues hearts. October 11th is another date for our listeners to add to their calendar. The IMB will be here. And if you have been called to deaf ministry, I would love for you to join us on October 11th. The Deaf Infinity will be represented. They are Oklahomans originally from here that are reaching the world uh, for Jesus. And so we would love for you to hear how you can get involved in missions around the world that day and engage in a, a breakout session specifically for the deaf around the world. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of opportunities to get involved. No matter how old you are, you yeah. can learn something in order to reach your neighbors in your own community. Exactly. Yeah. Through the state missions offering, we've also created some activity sheets. So as a leader, you can download this for a Wednesday night activity if you want, or Sunday morning, you could do this in your home. But just teaching kids about deaf culture and how they can reach others for Jesus. One fun thing we did, and this was an idea of both of you, is that we are also creating a video that teaches kids Jesus loves me in sign language. And as Don shared earlier, Jesus is the only sign that is around the world. Universal. Universal Mm -hmm. for Jesus. And they get to learn Jesus loves me. And who knows who our children might be able to share that song with that Jesus does love them. How do we know this? The Bible tells us so. Right? right? And it's just so fundamental to our faith. And so we're believing along with our churches that God is going to move and reach people with the gospel so that deaf people can reach deaf people. And it's exciting to be a part of this work. I'm so thankful that you guys joined me today. I know our people can find you more. Uh, Dr. Ginger, (laughs) you have great information for our churches to learn about. Dr. Mario, you are at OBU teaching ASL Club, more resources there. And then, Don, you are leading in so many ways across our state. So we appreciate your guys' work, your heart for the ministry, and not only engaging the lost in this way, but teaching the church on how to be better in reaching the deaf in our state. So I appreciate you guys being with us. Shameless plug, which she didn't give to you, is that she's about to start ASL class at Temple Baptist in Shawnee yes. um, at five o'clock on Sundays. Yes. Oh, so many area. churches don't have Sunday night stuff anymore. And so uh, if you or kids or, you know, the teenagers or college students, whoever, whatever age bracket, come over to Temple Baptist in Shawnee. Um, and we're about to have flyers, and it'll be on Temple's website for that. So That's awesome. And if you're interested in starting a similar thing, we're happy to help you get started in your region of the state. Shawnee might be too far from you, mm-hmm. but we can help you get that started in your part of our state. I want to leave you with this verse that um, is in Matthew 9, 36. It says, When he saw the crowds, Jesus— He felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dejected like sheep without a shepherd. Well, what we know is that Jesus then said that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest. And that's what we're praying today. If you are feeling called to this ministry, we want to help you and equip you with the language, with the culture and the ministry so you can reach others in your community. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast. There's many like them. You can find out more information at baptistmessenger.com. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at baptistmessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform.
Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.